the Rugby World Cup on Off The Ball. We could be World Cup champions. We'll be the Irish team to take you all the way to the final. The opportunity setting an arm. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Allez les verts. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. It's Friday, the 8th of September. This is the Lunchtime Wrap and I'm Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. We tee off with golf today and India's Shubankar Sharma has a six-shot lead on day two of the Irish Open at the K-Club. He's seven under for the day and 14 under par overall with three holes left to play in his second round. On five under, Mark Power is best of the Irish players in the field. Shane Lowry is four under. He tees off around now with Rory McIlroy resuming from three under at half past one. Patrick Harrington and Tom McKibben are both just inside the cut line on two under par as they played their final hole. Stephanie Meadow is three shots off the lead after her opening round at the Queen City Championship on the LPGA Tour. The Antrim native is four under par with Rui Shin Lu out in front on seven under. To football now and Alan Brown has said that Ireland are still unsure about how to stop their opponents from scoring just after half time. The midfielder spoke to Nathan Murphy after last night's 2-0 defeat to France. He did acknowledge that conceding early in the second half has become a worrying habit for this Ireland side. Yeah, I think the the first goal isn't um, so much the strike itself because it's you, you got to hold your hands up sometimes. you you got to respect that quality. Um, it's a great finish. It's what led to the goal. You know, I thought personally we, we should have had a foul on Adamida and then um, I, I think we can uh, defend the crosses and into the box a lot better than we did um, so that's probably the, the main area of uh, disappointment for us rather than the strike itself um, and then secondly we, we have spoke about that sec- that goal coming after half time it's, it's happened on too many occasions now and um, you know, it's it's one of those things that you can talk about, but there's no um, there's no like sequence to to goals. It's not like it's the same goal reoccurring. Um, it's it's just one of those things that you can't quite put your finger on, and it's obviously disappointing for us, and it's something that we we need to stop. Um, but as I said, it, it's not a, a goal that constantly keeps happening. It's not a, a mirror goal every time. Were they the best team you've ever played against? Um, yeah, on, on paper definitely, and it was difficult out there at times, uh, physically as well as mentally. You know, you can't switch off for a second because they'll hurt you, and uh, regardless, they hurt us anyway. So, um, yeah, the, the quality throughout that team is unbelievable. You see the boys they're bringing on with, with twenty. Every one of them a Champions League winner who came off the bench. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what you're up against, and that's the the task that was in front of us and I think we just need to take whatever positives we can from that game because our fo- our main focus is and always was on Sunday um, against Holland uh, because if we had won here tonight or whatever and then lost on Sunday we, we still would have been in a worse off position so um, I, th- I think Sunday is probably a must win from our perspective. After last night's disappointment for the senior men's team attention tonight turns to the Republic of Ireland under 21s Jim Crawford's side begin their Euro 2025 qualifying campaign with a home fixture against Turkey. Ireland captain Joe Hodge will miss out due to a hamstring injury. Kickoff at Turner's Cross is at half past seven. Leaders Galway United will look to continue their push for the SSE Electricity League First Division title tonight. 
John Caulfield's side have a 15-point lead at the summit ahead of their clash with Bray. Second place Waterford go to Finn Harps while Treaty United face Wexford. In Tralee, Kerry play host to Longford Town. Now the Rugby World Cup gets underway tonight with host France now, the Rugby World Cup gets underway tonight with hosts France up against New Zealand in Poulet at the Stade de France. Kickoff in Paris is at a quarter past eight. Meanwhile, Mike Catt was up before the media ahead of Ireland's opening Pool B game against Romania in Bordeaux tomorrow. One of the main talking points ahead of the weekend was the exclusion of Mac Hansen from the match day 23. Catt explained the reason why Mac Hansen is not involved this weekend. It's a long tournament, first and foremost, and it's making sure that uh, we look after everybody. But um, in the same breath, there's some good competition in that area too. Um, it's nothing that Max done wrong. It's not that he, you know, he's um, he's performed badly at all. I think he's done exceptionally well in these these preseason games. So, um, and like we say, it's a long it's a long competition, and we need to keep people fresh too. Ben Healy hasn't been included in the Scotland squad to face South Africa on Sunday. Finn Russell is listed to start at out half, with Jamie Ritchie named as captain. Munster and Ireland winger Simon Zebo spoke to Owen and myself earlier this week on Off the Ball Breakfast. He gave his thoughts on the approach that Springboks director of rugby Razi Erasmus takes regarding player management. Yeah, Razi will tell you how it is, um, but... <laughs> he might not do it in such a, a nice way I suppose he is a straight shooter and yeah he will leave you in no doubt no doubt there is no answering back there's no questioning you know it is this way and you have to, you have to be tough enough or hold yourself to a certain standard in order to play it he wouldn't have the Midas touch I suppose in terms <laughs> of uh, having the personal feel to it um, but it's all driven behind succeeding and um, as we've seen at the last World Cup he, he knows exactly what he's doing he just wants to deliver performances that invoke fear into opposition through physicality that's the best way I could you know um, summarise it I, yeah it's just tough tough man rugby and yeah no better no better coach if that's the, the way you want to play the game and, and no better players than some of the athletes and, and size of the men they have down in South Africa to, to follow through on that. And he's been incredibly successful and I can see why straight away. It's no BS, straight shooting and a bit of genius behind it as well. Fear into the opposition and a little bit of fear into his own players as well? And Oh, 100%. Even more fear into the players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so scared going... You, I mightn't have done anything. I mightn't have had to make one tackle in a game uh, with Razi and he'd be on the video session on a Monday morning and you'd be feared up. You'd be so nervous. I, am I involved in this clip at all? I could be in the backfield and he'll press pause <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, what's he going to say here? My positioning, did I not run fast enough or accelerate? You know, it's 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 incredible what he sees compared to what you think other coaches might see or players even. Yeah, some, uh, some tough reviews, but you can see why. He just doesn't want or accept anything less than perfection. You are, of course, listening to the Lunchtime Wrap on Off the Ball with Energia. Proud sponsor of Irish Rugby, think of the possibilities. To rowing next, and two more Irish crews have booked a spot ahead of next year's Olympics. Zoe Hyde and Alison Bergen finished second in the Women's Double Skull semi-final at the World Rowing Championships in Belgrade this morning. Philip Doyle and Dara Lynch did likewise in the Men's Double Skull semi-final. Later, Siobhan McCrowan is in action in the lightweight women's single skulls final. 
In racing, there's an eight race car at Kilbegan today where the first goes to post just before half past three while a seven race car gets underway at Down Royal from 10 to 4. And on this day in 1894, the first ever filmed boxing match took place in New Jersey. William K. Dixon, working for Thomas Edison, captured the exhibition match between heavyweight champion James J. Corbett and Peter Courtney. Incidentally, Corbett's father Patrick emigrated to the United States in 1854 from Ballinrobe in County Mayo. Corbett was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame upon its formation in 1990. That's all for Friday's Lunchtime Wrap. Keep up to date with the latest opinion, analysis and much more. Become a member today at offtheball.com forward slash join. I'll be back on the Off The Ball News Round from 1 o'clock on News Talk tomorrow afternoon. Until then, take care. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities.